Magic is not something to be feared, but a gift to pass on. This has never been personal. What the hell it ain't? You're trying to kill my son. This book belongs to our family, and together we're gonna use it to protect our family. Country. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. How you been, man? I've been good. Uh, we got a nice nice win yesterday, and I think you might have won a bet. I did. I uh, went for my James Conner jersey to uh, just come in the mail. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. You know, Steelers are on a... Steelers are on a really good uh, winning streak right now. You know, we're 5-0. We face Tennessee this coming up week. That's going to be exciting. It's, Gotta wear it's, our masks whenever when we're around them. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna try to. I'm, I'm gonna be all Steelers out. You know, it's it's gonna be good. I'm actually surprised that um, <laughs> that Tennessee won against the Texans. I did yeah, not see that coming game. whatsoever. Wait, what'd you say? That was a close game. <sighs> rooting for the Texans so hard. That's okay though. But hey, it's we're it's football season. We're we're back in action. It's all good. You know, we're just we're we're here having a good time, and uh, we're just waiting waiting to get that uh, that seventh ring for old Steel City. So that'll be a lot of fun. Football and Lovecraft they go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm happy that we're doing this, but I'm actually sad at the same time because it's like, what are my Sundays going to be filled with? Uh, maybe his dark materials. I don't know. I got to watch something new. I was uh, going to watch start, um, you know, haunting of Bly Manor, but unfortunate events, you know, happened throughout the weekend, but, and I mean, it is what it is. Uh, won't go too much into that, but before we begin today, just want to let everyone know, um, I would personally like to thank, uh, personally like to thank HBO for allowing me to watch and review this series. Um, I was able to screen this for, uh, for this series. So th- there were times where I'm like, man, like I really just want to watch like everything all at once. Cause I think I got the first five episodes um, before the series dropped on HBO and HBO max. And I was like, okay, do I watch them early? Or do I watch them with the rest of the world? It, depending on my schedule, it was, it was nice to have them because if I had something going on Sunday night, I could just watch them early. But I wanted to thank HBO for for uh, allowing me to uh, watch uh, you know watch those early. Unfortunately, we weren't both able to get screeners, and I know they're very weird when it comes to sharing that account. So you know we want to we 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 don't want to step on anyone's toes, pretty much. So. I mean, it is what it is. But anyway, before we uh, start today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. 
Um, I'm using my backup mic today. You know, I'm home back in the old OHIO for a few days and yeah, we're just gonna, I say your, your backup mic is most people's go to number one mic. This is a really nice mic. Like, honestly, it's just, I wish it was a dynamic mic. Cause yeah, you can use it for podcasting and you know, you see a lot of YouTubers use it. And it's like, if you're looking for something that's decent and you know, that, that gets the job done. The Blue Yeti is definitely um, w- one of those mics out there that, that, that can really, uh, you know, surprise you. So Hey, Blue, sponsor the pod. Send, send us yeah. some free stuff, Blue. <laughs> yeah, man. G- give us some, uh, I'm just saying. Oh, that, that, um, that honey thing that you sent me, the link is dead. I was like, no. I was so mad. The Yoda one? To, huh? The, the baby Yoda thing? No, not the baby Yoda. The um the the, the honey sponsor uh, podcast oh, yeah. like, that you sent me. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. but eh, it's it it is what it is. But Devin, let's just we're we're going to be talking about this for a bit. I'm not sure how long it's going to be, but this is definitely spoiler city. Everyone, we're going to be talking about everything. We're not holding back with this because. The, the finale was amazing, and honestly, this is clearly one of the best TV shows of 2020 um, that is out today. And if you haven't seen Lovecraft Country, it is based off of a novel of the same name. Um, so, of course, you know the books are going to. And, have and a it is bit more. not not based on like Lovecraft's actual work. Like there was some confusion; people were thinking it's like an adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's work, but it's it's a book called Lovecraft Country, not. Yeah. Directly from his works, Matt Ruff. Yeah, well, it hits yeah. his work, but not from Lovecraft's directly. Right. I saw right. a lot of negative reviews. They were like, "This isn't H.P. Lovecraft." No, it's it's, like it's not Matt Lovecraft. Ruff. <laughs> it's like, well, that's where you're wrong because it's not H.P. Lovecraft at all. But yeah, man, I'm just I'm blown away, man. Let, let's just dive right in really quick. Um. Of course, we have the show's creator, Misha Green, and it stars Jonathan Majors, Journey Smollier, uh, Courtney B. Uh, Vank. I think I, I might have actually cut off her name there. Um, from Vance. <laughs> from, <laughs> from everything else. Um, we have, oh my gosh, I don't have my glasses on. You want to, oh, we got Jamie Chung, of course. We got uh, Jada Harris uh, playing Di- uh, Diana Freeman. And we got Michael Keith Williams as well. So it's 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 a pretty stacked cast, man. And sorry, I'm trying to like, you know, get excited for this. This has been a long past few days with the drive and whatnot. So I apologize if I sign a little sound a little tired, because I probably am. But Devin, you, you just finished the uh the the uh, season finale, right? Yeah, within the hour. Ooh, literally within the hour, like minutes before, <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'm like we we recording this." And unfortunately, uh, Leo from Geekly Goods was supposed to join us today, but he was not feeling well. But wanted to give him a quick shout out. Definitely check out his content. He makes a lot of great stuff over on his YouTube channel that is at Geekly Goods over on YouTube. Uh, he's been super excited about this. So unfortunately, you know, he's not feeling too well right now. So. He was not able to join us, but you know, there will always be um, other, other TV shows we'll be raving about. I'm sure. But Devin, I, I like really quick before we get into the rest of, you know, the overall 
season what what are your thoughts about the finale like or i want i've watched it twice so far actually the, the finale let's see i wasn't like blown away I, I, it sounds like you were like you thought it was amazing yeah i i really i mean i really did i mean the, the, there was a few things i was a bit confused over that i feel like i actually need to rewatch the entire series because you know there is a lot going on um but like even with um oh my gosh um um ticks or atticus i'll just call him tick with his uh is it uh gia his um south korean you know long lost lover whatever you want to call her yeah you the, know since she's the, the Kimiko, fox lady yeah 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 the nine-tailed fox lady she's like kimiko so she has she still has that beast inside of her because last time we saw her, you know, during the, I believe it was episode, was it six or, I think it was seven? It was or, episode oh. six. Hey, there we go. Um, yeah, yeah, episode six where, you know, she had to consume, what was it? Not A hundred? Uh, was it a hundred? Yeah, a hundred men's souls and she stopped at 99. So she clearly, you know, we see that towards the end of the, um, towards the end of the finale where she still has the uh, nine-tailed fox, the Kimiko inside of her. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, okay, I guess she stopped because when she um, meets Tick at the hotel and that one guy comes up to her, to him, uh, to her right before, and you know, he's like, oh, you know, you seem like you're, um, you know. Um, you know, not from here, very foreign mystery of the Orient type deal. And then, you know, she speaks in South Korean and then she's, he's like, Oh, it's like, do you not speak English? She, she's like, I was, she's like, I just asked you, would you be willing to die if you fucked me or something like that? I was like, yep. ouch. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> uh... like okay, never mind, moving on. But yeah, um, so th- there there are a few things that I still are in question, but I wanted to get your overall thoughts about at least the final episode before we kind of dive into everything else. It kind of feels like uh, episode nine could have been a finale as well, in a way, because that, that also left off on like a really, really no- uh, good note as far as the ending of that episode, because that was like really well done. So I don't know, like... If they could have somehow switched those two, I don't know how that's even possible because yeah, yeah. Spoiler I, alert: I, I Atticus dies. Yeah, I, I think episode nine, uh, you know, when, when they're going back in time uh, during the Tulsa massacre, an, another Tulsa massacre uh, storyline, um, also with uh, Watch HBO's Watchmen. You know, they're just killing it. But I do agree; it did feel it. You know what? You know what it felt like to me. If it. So usually during Game of Thrones, I know you haven't watched it. It um, usually the the climax of each season is episode nine, and then the aftermath of everything that's happened is usually episode ten. You know, wrapping up everything, and that's what it felt like to me. Because episode nine, like you say, you know, it was such a huge high, and it was definitely yeah, one it, of the felt, it felt like it had more closure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's for everything that was happening with uh, Diana, you know, with her curse and whatnot, which was crazy. That was so creepy. Oh my gosh. Usually kids in like in scary movies and stuff are not scary at all to me, but 
this one, just the way they were moving, they were, it was so creepy. Dude, like I, those are some scary kids. When they were like skipping backwards to like the uh, yeah the train thing, and then they're like whispering to each other, and these these like what the hell? And then like one of them like completely bends backwards. I was like, nope. <laughs> yep, that's when it gets creepy. Like you're not supposed was, to move I like really that. I had to pause the TV. I was like, okay what's happening right now <laughs> but it was a really good episode like crazy crazy good um you know everything with her curse turning into well the the um the, the name of that episode was uh jagabobo so it's kind of like i mean i was watching uh do, do you watch heavy heavy spoilers the youtube channel from time to time i have a like couple episodes? times yeah so i was actually just watching his um explanation on that and he was explaining you know obviously you know where the word jigaboo comes from and but the episode was named jigabobo and they kind of like combined like a derogatory term with a um like a servant term in a way so that was kind of it was it was interesting it, i was i liked how he explained it to everyone instead of just ignoring it because some people just may not know but it yeah it was whew. Nope. <laughs> they did such a great job though, you know what I mean? Yeah. The makeup it was, it was the insane. I choreography. Absolutely. What's up? The makeup they had on and the choreography they did it was so good. Man. And then she oh, it's crazy because you know she's the only one who can see them. And it's like, okay, where did they come from? Are they just man- manifestations of just a random curse when she ran into Yeah, the police uh, officer. Yeah, the police officer when, you know, when they were at the, um, not the Equinox, but the uh, the um, multiverse machine that, it was it was just really good. Like, I loved how they kind of just, like, it, it is like a dark fantasy, you know, there's horror vibes, you know, Monkey Paw Productions did help produce this, you know, uh, we so we know the work from uh, Jordan Peele himself. And I believe J.J. Uh, Abrams had a uh, role in either producing or writing a few episodes as well, or directing. I can't remember. But I just, I thought it was just great overall. You know, like, I, I'm all for, like, you know, the magic and the sci-fi. Like, there was definitely sci-fi elements, but it felt different at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was trying to figure out, like, lockdown a couple of genres and there's just so many like it's not the first couple are mostly horror the first couple episodes and then yeah. but then it turns Dude, into more like one yeah it turns into more like an action adventure towards the middle then then it gets really sci-fi then it gets really really sci-fi <laughs> like crazy sci-fi <laughs> and the last few episodes are kind of just a mix of everything yeah, it really is hard to find. It's it's kind of like explaining the genre of what parasite is to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's because I've every single time someone asks me, you know, they're like, "Hey, you know what? Um, what would you call this? Like, is, I'm like, it's a, it's a thriller. It's a comedy. It's it's just so many things, like well crafted, like put together when it comes to like telling that story. And I mean, even the ending of Lovecraft it's you know during the beginning like the first episode it's called sundown like that was probably one of the most like intense like tv like tv episodes i've probably ever seen in my yeah life. it was such a good way to to get people like hooked it was such a good first episode 
Yeah, and it, it really did. And then I know some people from like season, I mean, not season two, excuse me, episode two. Episode two, is, it was more of like an explanation of yeah, everything it was more set up. the world. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I know a lot of people would say it's probably one of the weaker or probably the weakest episode of the entire series, but I feel like it was needed because, you know, they're doing all this world building. They have to explain, you know, what this world is and why there, why there is magic within, you know, our ordinary world. And it just makes things more exciting. But, you know, then from there on out, it just, it's just crazy from episode to episode. The, the, uh, the Hippolyta episode, I think that was seven. That was a bit weird. That's that's where it lost me. I remember texting you. I was like, "That's that's a little too weird for me." Like they just, <laughs> but but then after you finish the season, it's like you look back on it. You're like, "Okay, I understand why they had to do that now." Like it makes yeah. sense why they they had to have that to to set up her being a, a, a badass yeah. blue haired time traveler, <laughs> dimension yeah. journeyer. <laughs> she's, she's she's like the she's like the black doctor who or something i don't know it's weird but it, it does i mean it does set up it does pay off in the end because you see what you know after d's curse um you know her arm is essentially inoperable in a way and you know she gets full metal alchemist style man just gets a metal arm and you, i don't know if you know what full metal alchemist is the anime but you know i just she, thought she, of terminator Oh, okay. Well, uh, for me, it was either Full Metal Alchemist or uh, Bucky. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few but, metal armed characters out there. Oh, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> Barrett from Final Fantasy VII. Well, he is more of a gun for an arm, if anything else. But yeah, it, it, I thought it was really cool. You know, she, you know, D was one of the creative characters in the show, and the cast just worked so well together. You had you know, the relationship between, you saw how close Uncle George and, you know, his daughter Dee were and, you know, that, and Hippolyta, that family. And then, you know, Atticus, you know, it's, it's cousin Atticus and his, um, his father who was, you know, who, who was gay and wasn't able to really show or express who he was as a person, you know, especially um, with uh, Atticus's father, um, their uncle George and um, Atticus's mother, like surviving the Tulsa massacres, like that's pretty big. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, some, it's dark. Yeah, like it was just insane, man. Like I just couldn't, man. Th- this entire show, like it was just, it was really, really engaging. And um, I mean, I guess I can call it inspiring in a way, but it's definitely one of those shows where, like. I would I would buy the Blu-ray of this, like absolutely. Like I like I enjoyed Watchmen so much I bought it, and you know there there are a lot of like racial controversy like topics in this you know in this show, and you know of course back then, um, my God, what what year did this story start? I can't remember. It's obviously it was after Tulsa. It was 1950s. That's right, 1950s. So yeah, like racism was was in its I guess you could say prime form in a way. And I don't know, man, I, I, I keep rambling on, but you know, like, um, 
what I guess you know what did you like about this series like what didn't you like like what grabbed you or you know like if you wanted to talk about any of the characters I like I said sorry I'm like babbling over here <laughs> I think the thing I liked the most was like the setup and layout they had for the season like they had it all planned out so well like the first like two episodes are more of the the whole group as a whole um getting to know them and and who they are but then every episode after that's kind of like a deep dive into each character and their backstory and gives them a little more um, relatableness as you, as you move through the season. Like episode three is more focused on Letty. Then four, I guess, more focused oh, on. Um, episode was so good, dude. Yeah, that, oh that was creepy. That was good. It was creepy, but like, wow, holy crap! That ending. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, sorry. <laughs> go go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yeah. cut you off. Then I guess episode four is kind of focused on Montrose. And then five is all about Ruby. I loved that one so much. That was so good. And then six is um is Tick getting his backstory. That was a really cool one. And seven, yeah. we're we're looking at Hippolyta. Eight, um, Diana gets her episode. I don't know if it was just me, but I I really didn't notice Diana until that episode. See, I don't know. Yeah, I felt they, like they didn't yeah. really set her up that much until then. Then she was just like there as yeah. a main character. Yeah, she was in, in, and I was kind of, um, kind of confused at first because you know, yeah, we've seen her there. Like, oh, you know, it's it's Diana. Like, it's she's the daughter of Uncle George and Hippolyta. But yeah, she didn't really get a lot of limelight until, um, yeah, until episode eight when when she was cursed. But I feel like. Even from episode eight on, she quickly became a lot of people's favorites because definitely you know, some Sherry vibes. Some what? Oh, Sherry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. So, so you said episode three with Ruby and her transformation is probably your favorite. That's uh, episode um, no I'm five. Sorry. Episode five. Episode three was with um. Oh my gosh, Journey Smollett's um. Yeah, Carefully. I think I think my favorite might be right. episode six, which was Meet Me and Dagu, which was the the craziness of of Gia and Atticus that was, meeting. That one was really, I think that it was, was definitely the most memorable one. to me. I think, yeah, because it was Wait, just such a different setting, and it was so different than the rest of the season. No, I I, I definitely agree. And sorry, like I really need to work on not cutting people off. Um, yeah, I would say when I was watching episodes one through five, I really liked episode three when Letty, like you know, she bought the house and the house was cursed or haunted. That one was like really really good. Obviously, episode one was amazing. Um, I think Ruby's episode was probably one of my favorites as well. But I would have to agree that with. Um, the the South Korean episode was just because you you have this backstory of you know Atticus's like first love essentially and you know when when she uh, when she shows up later on in the series like all the way from South Korea and we already find out that you know Letty's pregnant with Attic uh, you know with Atticus's um, baby and you know, you're kind of wondering, you know, like, why did she come all this way? But it's like, oh, you know, like, I remember her from her own episode. And it really gives you a different look at Atticus because you see that he's kind of like the, like the, uh, the, the Jon Snow, essentially, of this show, you know, always trying to do the right thing. And, 
you know, having this amazing like moral compass and whatnot, but you you, you get you get to see a different side of him. Yeah, it shows you know? a bit of a darker side. He's yeah, not perfect. You know, yeah, when he was serving the uh in, in the Vietnam War and just how you know, like did he want to do the things that he did? No, but it was orders and it's kind of like, you know, you disobey orders, you never know what could happen, especially, you know, uh with a, uh, to a black man serving back then and that you know that kind of echoes when we had reviewed uh the five bloods where you know they're like yo you like all these like black men are going overseas to fight for a country that at the time didn't really care about them you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah it was crazy man like uh this this whole show is just fantastic but uh yeah uh south korean episode was really really good my God, it was just I, I also did love um, the Ruby episode. It definitely reminded me of Twilight Zone, and it was also like yeah. so gory and like gross out. It was amazing, like the, yeah, the skin like falling off the body. It, it looks so <laughs> it real. Like, it's it's kind of like you're eating some nice ribs or whatever, and then it's like just fall fall off the bone. Good, yeah. you know, <laughs> get that nice little magic in there. But um, even what you know, when you find out we, when we find out for uh, Christina, I wanted to talk about her for a little bit and how you know she's also William. But we find out that William is Christina's lost love. He had died. Yeah, that, so. that part definitely confused me. I was like, okay, I was so like, Yo, so like, she so is means- him, but him is so, I don't know. Yeah, so she but then she, she is much- also Ruby. At Wait, the what? end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruby's yeah, Ruby's dead. I mean, supposedly, but they, but they didn't show it. Yeah, they didn't show it. Yeah, she supposedly died off screen. That was creepy, by the way. It was like, oh, like she was like, well, what makes you think you're seeing one starter spell early? And she's like, oh, Letty's like, you know, she won't do it. She needs her the moon at the highest peak. And then they it's witching about, hour. Yeah. I was like, yo, but I'm trying. So it looks like Ruby might've cast another protection spell on Letty because when, you know, that whole fight scene was going on, you know, Letty gets like freaking. (laughs) She gets, she gets, she gets Brandon Stark out of the window. (laughs) And the difference is, you know, Brandon can't walk anymore, <laughs> but uh, we're Brand, Brand Stark. Excuse me, and um, yeah, you 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 seriously think like Letty's like dead for a second because like she's just there, and then out of nowhere it looks like she has a different protection spell on her. So it looks like her sister kind of made that last sacrifice before she quote unquote died. I'm but, yeah, that's kind of the one of the issues with the finale, it's just like, how does that work? Because well, why did it take so long for the spell to kick in? I guess. Cause when, when she was sitting in the fight, standing in the fire, she was just immune to all of it. Yeah. But then this one, it kind of takes a while, I guess. And we don't really know how it happened. We yeah, don't know what happened to true. Ruby. Yeah. It's like, when did that spell manifest into Letty? Was it prior to the fight? Was it, yeah, I mean, I really, I really don't know. I guess my my guess would shoot, man. I don't know. That's a good question. But I also, I also want to ask, like, I don't, I don't know if, like, 
season two. I kind of want it just to be one season. It yeah, kind of feels I'm, like I'm one of those one of those series where it's just one really good season. But it, like, I think they're going to have a season that. two, right? See, we haven't gotten any uh, we haven't gotten any confirmation on you know second season. You know, we hear about for the boys. Season I don't three, I don't even know where they go from here without Atticus. Do you think Atticus is really they just dead? revive him? They yeah. could just oh, revive him, I guess. Maybe, but it's like because obviously, even with like I don't know, like Harry Potter, like throughout the entire story, you know, as as messed up as it is, you know, I mean, uh, Dumbledore knows everything that happens with Harry, and essentially, you know, trying to give Harry like the best years of his life before, you know, she because you know they know what Harry is; he's a Horcrux, and in order for Voldemort to essentially die, you know, Harry has to die because part of Voldemort's soul is within, is within him. So it's kind of like, Oh, you know, like minus like the resurrection stone. There wasn't, I don't think there was any indication of Atticus coming back because I mean, we saw the blood. It was a lot of blood. That was so much blood. And it happened so fast. It really did, and it was just like, I mean, Christina's gone, <laughs> and the way that, you know, it wasn't, like, the entire time they thought, oh, you know, Atticus is dying for the, um, I guess, for the benefit of Christina, but, you know, that was her plans, but, you know, they kind of find, like, a counteractive spell to erase mm-hmm magic from all white people and you know saying that magic is ours now because it was used obviously Mm -hmm. as we saw throughout the series i guess more to mm, i guess you could say oppress or to you know keep you know black people in line or whatnot because you know we see some cops that know magic as we see with d and then others may not know about it so it was kind of weird like okay how many people in the world are aware that magic is real or like magic is a thing within their universe but i don't know but yeah there's definitely a lot of questions there for sure because you know obviously we don't see letty give birth to their son george and yeah i I would have to agree i would kind of wish it would just be one season but I would say no more than like two seasons max. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I just really don't know where they go from here. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like with like Maniac on Netflix or uh, Unbreak on Unbreakable on Unfixable. Unbelievable. There we go. Sorry. Wow, I'm going through all these different mediums. To... <laughs> um, yeah, so with um, Caitlin Dever, you know, on that in that story it was a one and done but then again with uh, i'm not sure if you watched um watchmen the hbo series like it definitely leaves an open and like an open-ended you know thing as i mean i won't you know spoil anything but there's a pretty big like cliffhanger as like like will they make a season two or will they not i feel like this is the same way but i believe it's the, only the one book but I don't know how long the book is or where they ended, you know, the story 
between the show and you know like okay we're only gonna go up to like halfway mark through the book and then kind of leave it open-ended for there if we want to do a season two but i don't know it's it's a mystery man it's a mystery yeah, who knows? yeah i don't know it's it's some crazy crazy stuff so i guess who was your favorite character i know we've kind of talked about you know our likes and dislikes of each episode or like our favorite episodes but like who who was your favorite character throughout this uh this journey i mean it's atticus it's gotta be atticus jonathan majors is so good green lantern maybe just saying i'm just saying he can do it he can do it i mean john john J- david washington's cool but i'm just saying jonathan majors he's got he's got it man <laughs> Why not both? That is true. I mean, there there are multiple Green Lanterns, so I don't see why they couldn't play both. Um, man, I guess for me, I mean, besides, I mean, I feel like Tick is a pretty like obvious answer for a lot of people. For me, it would probably either be Letty or I really. I mean, I like, I love Ruby, even like, even as like crazy as Christina was, she was just very, like, you could kind of see her as the villain, but like, not at the same time, you know what I mean? She was kind of one of those moral gray, like, it was more of just like an obstacle, because like, even with like Thanos, like a lot of, you know, the heroes didn't really know who he was, or like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that, oh, you know, like, it's not that Thanos knew about the Avengers prior to, like, the attack on New York when, you know, he was trying to get um, the Infinity Stones. He was just kind of like an obstacle, you know what I mean? And obviously ended up being more and more of a villain, but I don't know. Christina, I felt like it was, I feel like it was more like a 50-50 type thing, you know what I mean? Um, in a way, at the end, you know, though, yeah. she just I'm like a hundred percent. Like, be, yeah. But you know, she she had her moments. I guess you can be like, okay, like is she really like you know the actual? Well, I, I guess you could say you know the the main antagonist was I mean dead from the beginning, which was uh, Braithwaite. You know, with everything that happened with uh Atticus's uh ancestors and whatnot, but I think I would say either Letty or um my gosh, what is her name again? I'm blanking on her name, the South Korean lady. She was so good. Gia. Gia. I think she was definitely one of my favorites for for the short time that she was in, it had to be between those two. Yeah. Letty uh, journey definitely killed it too yeah well, i mean you know she she was viewed as you know the i guess you could say the 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 mess up or like the black sheep of her family you know her and ruby um had their own issues and you know with their mother passing and whatnot and it was you know they they, they spoke a lot about family in uh episode 10 and you know, for Letty, she was saying, oh, you know, like we knew each other, but like the word family was just thrown around just for the sake of calling us something, but they weren't really like a true family, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I really liked um, Uncle George's character as well. I thought he did a great job for the, what, two episodes that he was in? Yeah, only like, two episodes. <laughs> so sad. 
it's dude episode one when uh one of the cops gets infected and he was like uh you need to shoot him (laughs) yeah yes but yeah i mean great great performances all around man the the cast had such amazing chemistry and i mean i it part of me like i said really wants a season two but only if there's something to tell or it's like hey you know there, there is more to the story you know let's tell it in this fashion but like if you're gonna do it just don't rush it you know what i mean i don't want you to ruin a good thing maybe a few years down the road but i don't know we haven't really gotten any uh okays from that type of thing but maybe this is something that netflix should look into like you know since they mainly started um canceling out majority of like their tv shows after like the third and fourth season which actually kind of scares me for the dragon prince because it's very very good um you know they normally end up canceling after that it's like well maybe a lot of these shows from the beginning should set up to be hey you know we're gonna have three three seasons beginning middle and end we're gonna have four seasons and be done with it or just do more limited series because that's what it seems like people are going to be doing i mean stranger things they kind of hinted that i think they probably go up to like five seasons for that but it's like okay but you gotta you know give us a reason to stick around but i don't know yeah it feels like feels like most shows don't have much plan beyond the first couple seasons yeah i mean like i kind of understand though because it's like you you don't know how well that show's gonna do, especially on that net whatever network or platform that it's on. So it's it's very hard to kind of gauge that. Cause I mean a lot of usually with a lot of like bigger shows, you know, it's they're still trying to find their footing as to what they want the show to be and what type of, you know, genre or vibes they, they want to give off. And so it's very um it's very weird sometimes, but I mean, I, I, I totally get it. It's, it's, it's an unknown thing. Even if you noticed with, um, what was it with, uh, with parks and rec, like, I mean, a lot of those like season finales could have probably just been the end of like the entire series. And I kind of read into it and watched a few videos and they were like, yeah, like the reason why they kind of went all out, like every single ep, like season finale was because they weren't sure if they were going to get renewed for a new season, but you know, Obviously, you know, with the success that it did, you know, they had more of a definitive ending. But yeah, it's it's hard with TV shows sometimes. It's 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 always been the uh, the Achilles heel. You know, the show can start off fantastic and amazing, and you know, the ending is kind of like meh. Like I've heard a lot of, a lot about that with like Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. That you know, throughout the entire journey, it's great, but you know, like the endings could have been better but they weren't bad but it was just more of you know it it could have been different type of situation but um yeah uh was there anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh give scores i guess i think i think we're good all right man so out of a hundred what would you give lovecraft country season one i'm gonna give it and 81. Ooh, yep. I was going to go 85. Just because. Actually, no. Scratch that. I'm giving it a 90. That's what I want. I'll give yeah. it a 90. It, it, was a, it was a pretty good, freaking amazing show. You know, have issues here or there, and that's with every single 
TV show that you watch. Um, but yeah, 81 from you, 90 from me. Um, you know, it's just a few small little things that it, it was mainly just the ending. You know, we didn't really get a definitive like, hey, you know, there is going to be a season two or like, hey, like if this is the ending, then everything needs to wrap up within this, you know, final episode, which most things did. But obviously, you know, there's there, there's still a little a few more open um, open doors that, you know, we don't really know where they lead to. Yeah. So for me, I'd say four episode four, seven, and then the finale where the weak points four, four was seven. like, four was like the, um, when they go was, out to like, it's like an Indiana Jones adventure. Oh, yeah. 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 And that one girl that they kind of just like, or creature that, that yeah, he uh, just, he just offs her. Yeah. Like with no explanation whatsoever, because I still feel like he's hiding something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's he's hit a lot this season, but I feel like he's still hiding something that he's not yeah. telling everybody. But, yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much concludes our uh, spoiler-free review of Lovecraft Country Season 1. Of course, Devin, thank you always for coming on and talking shop about all these amazing movies and TV shows and video games we love and love to talk about each and every single week. Of course, you can listen to this podcast again on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And of course, you can go ahead and check out the Music City Drive-In dot com of uh, the website excuse me the music city driving website where we're part of we are, we are a part of a network um of theirs the mu- music city uh the, the drive-in podcast network excuse me you know we got music there's commentaries there's oscar talk all over the place or sports you know it's you know sports are pretty much in full swing i mean full swing i use that very lightly but oh, sorry about that um <laughs> And this mic literally picks up on everything. It's insane. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, we're uh, we're, just, we're six weeks into uh, you know it's NFL, and of course, you know they do a lot of um, do a lot of the uh, the old college football talk as well. So yeah, we got um, you know definitely check that stuff out. That all that will be in the podcast description below. And um, also, really quick for um, <clears throat> sorry about that. I, um, for the, the YouTube part portion of our uh, podcast, um, clearly I haven't really been uploading. I haven't uploaded things on there for a while, uh, mainly just because, you know, Devin and I, um, we don't really have, well, I mean, we, we have cameras. We just normally just don't like to use them. We want you to hear our beautiful voices instead of looking at our, I don't know, our mugs all day, whatever. But um, yeah, YouTube's more of a you know a video platform, and you know, I kind of put a lot of thought into it. And it's like, you know, it's it, it's a video platform, you know, for podcasts and audio with a still image. I feel like it could work for a while, but I feel like it, it can only go so far. So, you know, once we get sponsored and you know get everything, you know, up and running and get our names out there a little bit more. Uh, would definitely make a return back to YouTube, but I kind of wanted to address that for a bit. But um, what are we reviewing coming up, Devin? Are we are we still doing Blind Manor? Did, did you want to 
cap cap off Halloween with that. I mean, I could. I, I feel like I could totally swing that for like a week or. I don't know. Hellstrom. Just saying, all episodes are out now, baby. It's good stuff. Mm, I mean, the answer is Borat. Ooh, when does Borat come out? I f- totally forgot about that. It That's comes out year, right? October 23rd. So okay. this Friday. This is coming out Friday? So yeah, yeah, let, yeah let's do Borat. Um, Borat's well, yeah, we'll- subsequent movie film. I love the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm assuming we're, we're not doing bad hair. <laughs> Did you even attempt? No. It's okay. You're not missing anything. It, it, that, that movie was weird. I'm not going to lie. But, of course, if um, if you are interested, anyone out there listening, um, watching Hellstrom, uh, I do have my um, episode one through five review up on the uh, Music City Drive-In um, website. So I'll also link that in the description below. It's it's very good. I'm, I'm def- I didn't know all 10 episodes were going to come out uh, day one. Um, so it looks like you know Hulu's all about the binge, and yeah, we also have Run coming up as well. Um, that will be within the next few weeks uh, when we're allowed to closer towards the embargo um, period that we're allowed to release that uh, review and uh, whatever else comes to mind. You know, we're kind of playing it by ear here for a little bit. You know, back home in Ohio for a few days, but I'll be back in Music City, baby. It's coming up Friday, so that'll be a lot of fun. And of course, um, you know, we have our music, or sorry, our new show every single week. So keep a look for that coming out this uh, coming up Friday. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.